My name is Mercedes Christina, and welcome to the Girls Cafe, where we are real, raw, and unfiltered. And I'm here with my co-host. Hello, everyone. Cash Candle in the building. Oh, and here we go with these these bird interests. <laughs> Intros. That's the interests. <laughs> we hope everyone is having a blessed Tuesday. It's very nice outside. So. Hope you're putting a little pep in your step, walking your dog, but putting mask and hand sanitizing and washing that ass. Six feet. That's right. Six feet distance. We don't care if the guy's cute, the girl's cute. Keep oh, it yes. moving. Keep it pushing. You see cute guys, but you're... Yep. So, I just want to let you know that uh, last night when we got off of you know, our little show. Um, it's a big show. Big show, excuse me. Big show. <laughs> um, I got a couple of interesting questions for us, like for us to ask. And a lot of people were like, oh, you know, are we able to make guest appearances on the show? And, you know, um, I thought that was like pretty cool because it's just like, basically we're doing this not only for us, but we're doing this for people that don't have a voice so you know um hopefully we can get to do that but um did you want me to like read you some of the questions or did you want to like basically start one of the questions let's hear the questions i want to hear what the the people what the are inquiring about oh, yes okay. oh All right. so <clears throat> One of the first questions was, mm -hmm. when have you gone from looking at potential to falling for a pathetic nigga? Mm. Um, mm. Mm. Well, I always know when they ain't shirt. And sometimes you can't help it. It's like a guilty pleasure. Mm -hmm. That's how I used to look at it. It was like a guilty pleasure. I'm like, damn, I know he ain't shy. But the way he look at me, mm. the way he dressed, the way he bite his lips, mm. <laughs> the mm -hmm. swag he got. Mm -hmm. Preach. I just, I just got it. Gotta have it. Even if you're going to fuck up my life a little bit. Let's do it. I always knew when they weren't shy. Always. Like, always knew. The only time that I knew that like you know when they say when you meet the person like your soulmate the person that you're supposed to be with like when you know like you know mm -hmm. and when I met my boyfriend I had that that no in my head like wow this is it yeah. I'm like no I'm locking this in that's it he ain't going nowhere stuck with me for life but yeah, you know when they ain't shut and you still fuck with them because, you know, it's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I think that's that that uh that goes with men, women nowadays. I mm -hmm. mean, it's just I'm guilty of that. Like I can give you a prime example. Um, so when I used to live in New York, I dated this guy. I will not say his name because, you know, I don't name drop. 
Okay, John Doe. Yes, John Doe. Um, I met John Doe on a dating app. And, you know, I happened to be on vacation at the time with my family. And, like, we would talk every day. And, you know, we were, we planned to meet after I came from vacation. Mm -hmm. So we finally met. You know, the vibe was dope. And, you know, it, it was just like a level of vibing. And it was just like, oh, my God. But deep in my head, I was just like, I know that this guy is not good for me. He is right. going to yeah. destroy my yeah. life. But you know yeah. what? I, me being a cancer, I'm very motherly. And I'm very empathy. And I'm just like, you know what? I could change this guy because that's what I thought I could do. So, and that's definitely a cancer trait. Yep. So we definitely dated for like a year and, you know, shit was just, was just not matching up. It wasn't adding up, you know, like he would say things like, oh, well, you know, I want to, um, like, for example, I'd be like, hey, babe, like, let's go to the movies. Let's go out to dinner in the city. His actual wording was one day. Like, who the fuck what? says, who the one fuck day? says one day? You said you want to go to the movies and not yeah, go but, to, like, Africa. Exactly. That's not, exactly. It's not like I'm telling you, oh, let's go on this, like, this huge trip. Let's go to Dubai and all that bullshit. One I day. You, let's go to the movies and out to dinner. Nah, and- you know what? Fuck all of that. Fuck a one day. The right answer is when you want to do it and when you want to start planning. Exactly. That's the right answer. It should never be a one day. So a lot of my family and friends would be like, oh, well, I saw him on the app. And, you know, uh, I would just be careful because I've seen different men go up and down in his apartment. And I'm just like, you know, okay. It's like when your family and your friends are telling you one thing, but it's just like, you know mm-hmm. what? Uh, innocent till proven guilty. That's how I work. So um, I remember one day I was drunk and I was like high with my friends and like I just decided to go on the app and he was there and I questioned him about it and I'm like, well, like, why were you on the app? Oh, well, I was looking for weed. I'm bored. But like, you know, a lot of friends of ours that smoke weed because we were in the same inner circle at the same time right. and going on an app it, it it just it doesn't sound right but I'm just like all right whatever I'm gonna give you enough rope for you to hang yourself so you can't even hang yourself anymore so we're gonna fast forward um it was like our one year anniversary and you know um he was like, oh, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So, like, we, I hop on the train. I go to where he is. Like, we go out to get something to eat. And he sits and tells me something. And, yes, I'm going to share this because I feel like it's important. You know, you learn from your mistakes of what happens to you in your past. So, we're at dinner, and he's crying. And he's like, and I'm like, why are you crying? And he's like, I don't want to tell you. And I'm like, tell me, because I already knew something was up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I I was like, I know he cheated. So maybe he knows that I know. And he's crying because he got caught. So, you know, we go to the park and he sits there and tells me, you know, I love you. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, tell me what the story is. 
So he ends up telling me, like, oh, I cheated on you. And the guy that he cheated on me with ended up giving him HIV. What? Yeah. So, like, I just, like, my mind was spinning. I didn't know what the fuck to say. And, you know, a lot of people, like, in in my shoes probably would have wild the fuck out. Probably would have popped them up and, like, called them all kinds of names. Me, on the other hand, I feel like karma works in mysterious ways and this was his karma even though I would never wish this on anybody because I just like you never wish that kind of thing on somebody because that's that's right there that's just like that's fucked up Mm -hmm. um you know so I sat there and I said you know what I was there for him I I, instead of being a romantic figure in his life I became a friend and I was just like listen I'm gonna be there for you I'm gonna make sure you get your medications I'm gonna make sure that you know you go to all of your appointments and you need to start calling people that you've had sex with mm-hmm. and let them know what's going on because, you know, this is serious. Me personally, I knew I didn't have anything because we we stopped having sex like six months ago, mm-hmm. like within that period. So it was like, I know how men think, you know, you're, you're horny 24-7, you're trying to get your rocks off. And, you know, if you, I'm not getting your rocks off for you, you're getting it from someplace else. Right. Like, period. Um, you know, like, uh, I helped him out, you know, and I made sure he did his thing. But then, like, I guess battling that, like, it, it, it just turned him into a person. And then it just turned me into something. And I just, like, I ended up just going, like, like very cold you know I mean like because my thing is like I settled for this person you know I th- I saw potential in him because when I met him he didn't have anything and I'm the type of person like if I'm gonna be with you I'm gonna make sure you're built up so if I'm working and you're not working I'm gonna make sure you have that cell phone or you have a device to communicate on. I'm going to make sure your resume is up to date. I'm going to make sure you got the clothes and the shoes for when it's time for you to go on your interview. You know, I'm going to make sure you're right. Because if I'm winning, you winning. Exactly. For me to be doing all of that and making sure you had the latest technology, you had the latest shoes, you had the latest clothes, and I'm making sure your hair is cut every, you know, every day and making sure like you got money in your pocket you know and this is like you know and I knew shit was going on I knew shit was going left because it was be like I used to be like I want to hang out with you no I'm with my right. friends but then you calling me oh babe can I get money for weed babe can I get money for liquor you know and I was like much gullible back then like I was just mm-hmm. like if this, is what, if this is what love is like all right come on bring it to me but then I had enough like I cut his cell yeah, phone yeah. off um I cut off all communications. He tried to find me and locate me because after that, I had moved out of my family's house. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. want to be bothered. Right. And, you know, finally, I spoke to him and I met up with him and I got the closure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you mm-hmm. know what? No offense. Like, I was there for you. I did right. things for you that maybe nobody else would do. I was always in your corner. And for you to go behind my back and have sexual intercourse with somebody else and then they infected you with this, mm-hmm. it's just mind, mind-boggling to me, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I'm not, I would never talk down about anybody. Like, I would mm-hmm. never sit here and say, like, oh, 
you settle, you settle, you settle, you settle because not a lot of people are have a strong mentality right, to, to be like, oh my God, like I need to get away from this guy. Like now, mm-hmm. for me, when it comes to dating, as soon as I see the red flags, it's deuces because I don't have time right. for that. I'm a grown ass man. I make my own money. I pay my own bills, you know, and I I always say like now my expectations for when I do meet somebody is much higher. Right. It's you a know? it's a learning experience. So it's like everyone has stories about when they were dumb for a guy and they did things and some people are ashamed mm-hmm. of that. And I feel like it's okay if you learned from that. And if you're sitting there and still being dumb for someone or for guys or girls or whatever your preference Mm -hmm. is for Mm -hmm. years and you're not learning from that then Mm -hmm. you're the problem exactly I just feel like and a lot of people like I've heard in the past um they say like you don't know my upbringing you know I I had a very tough childhood and I'm here to tell you Fuck that shit. Absolutely, I agree. Stop using that shit mm-hmm, as a mm-hmm. motherfucking crutch. Yes, because let yes, me tell yes, you something. Yes. I've been through some shit. I've been in foster care. I've been raped. I've been molested. I've been gay bashed. I've been used, abused. And let me tell you something. Maybe in the beginning, I I always ask God, like, why me? Like, why is right. this stuff happening to me? But now as a 34-year-old and living in New Jersey... And just doing what I have to do for myself, I thank God for putting me through those struggles because right. it made me who I am Absolutely. today. So I, I'm here to say that regardless of what you go through as a human being or in your childhood or whatever trials and tribulations you go through, it's like the gospel song says, we fall down, but we get up. Period. I feel like with right? some people, though, because I've heard it a lot but when I was younger not more so as an adult and mm-hmm. they would be like oh you know my upbringing and it's like I get it a lot of us like you know a lot of people their moms wasn't around or their fathers mm-hmm. wasn't around or maybe their parents mm-hmm. wasn't around maybe their parents was on drugs their grandmother has to take care of them or maybe they have to sit there and take care of themselves and their siblings everyone has like a story right but I feel like some people try to use that as an excuse because they're comfortable and they're scared to, how can I say it, like branch out and be better in life. So they're so stagnant and so comfortable that they use these excuses because that's what they know. And you, you it's just, it's time. We're in the year 2020. It is time for people not just you you guys, but both of us, stop using your past as a crutch and right. learn from it. Use it as right. a strength. For lessons. Life exactly. is lessons. Do not use it as a weakness because if you use it as a weakness, then you cannot evolve. You oh, cannot God. be a phoenix and rise from the ashes. So... Anybody listening to this, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror every day and say, I will not use my past as a crutch. I will rise from the ashes like a phoenix. You say that to yourself three times and you'll be good. 
And you know what works also? Because I mm-hmm. used to like worry about things a lot. I mean, like worry about just random things. And so to keep me from worrying and I was like, you know, I am a positive person. You know, Sagittarius are very optimistic, like we're optimistic as hell. And I was like, I'm a positive person, but I just sat there and kept giving myself anxiety. I was suffering from migraines, my chest were hurt, and I would be worrying about everything, like my relationship, mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. money, work, you know, finding like a nice apartment to live somewhere. Like it was always something I was worrying about, which right. I felt like, why am I worrying about this when I always, you know, make things happen? So exactly. what I started to do was read positive affirmations every single day. And then I have this thing where I call it, give it to the universe. Mm-hmm. And once you give it to the universe, it's no longer your problem. It's exactly. the universe problem. So yes. I remember I wrote down, and it's so funny, I came across the letter the other day. So I wrote a letter to the universe, but it was more like a bullet point list. And I wrote all of the things that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I, um, they said you could either burn it mm-hmm. or you can um, um, like put it in an envelope and put it away somewhere. Mm-hmm. and I put in an envelope because, you know, I live in Harlem. Where am I burning something? <laughs> <laughs> like, where am I bur- They're going to be like, what's going on? So um, I put in an envelope, and I didn't look at it for months. So I was looking for something the other day in my drawer, and I came across it, and I read it, and I swear to God, I swear to God, I can't even make this up. Everything, and it was a really, a really long list. Everything on that list came true. Amen. Everything. So I always try to tell people, you know, like, give it to the universe. It's no longer your problem. Be positive. Read positive affirmations. Read quotes. And, you know, it will help help you. And it's something that you have to help yourself because no one can help you. Exactly. And also surround yourself with positive people. That's a fact. Because not everybody is your motherfucking friend. Absolutely not. A lot of people a lot of people will be like, hey girl, I'm your friend. Like I support you. But the right. bitches that are saying that are the bitches that are behind your back talking about you and trying to right. cop your money, trying and to cop your, your business, jobs. Trying to trying slide your up business. a yummy and slide it up a yeah man's inbox. Exactly. So or I'm they're trying to get your they're trying to get your lifestyle. See, mm-hmm. um, I had plenty of friends like that. Who chat? I I used to have friends like that, and then I was just like, yeah, no, not for me. Exactly. You know, like because as you get like, don't get me wrong. Like when I was younger, if you even came out your mouth to me, you were getting popped. Like there was no, mm-hmm. oh, let's talk like grownups. It was <laughs> exactly. like. On site, I see you pop, pop, right. pop, pop, pop. Like, I had girls that tried to steal my boyfriends at the time, which was mm-hmm. very much amusing to me because they, they, I don't know, the guys always looked at me as being like somebody that was solid, that's cool. I guess because I relate to guys so much mm-hmm. easier than females that mm-hmm. 
I don't know. They just gain some sort of attachment to me. I don't I don't know what it is with every guy that I've dealt with. But um this one girl, she was trying to take my boyfriend that I had at the time. And how I found out was that he used to save every conversation he had. Mm-hmm. Like every conversation. It was very fucking awkward. And he gave me all the information one day. He gave me all his passwords. He gave me all his pen codes. He gave me his social security number. Like, he gave me Mm. everything. Wow. (laughs) He gave me everything. And I was like, okay, whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the power of the pussy. Continue. Right, and I was only, like, 19 at the time. (laughs) So, anyways, I something told me to go into his email. And this is AOL at the time. So I go in his wow. email and I seen all of these conversations. So then I see that he's having a conversation with my friend, which is okay because they they're they were cool or whatever. So mm-hmm. no problem. I'm not thinking anything crazy. And mm-hmm. I go read it and they're talking shit about me. And she's trying to say my man I said um, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then remember when the door knocking earrings came back in style? Yes, and the I girls remember. was buying them from the beauty supply store. Yes. I had a pair, and I this is when I started to wear blonde hair at that time. Yo, while she was taking pictures like me, dressing like me, mm. I said, you know mm-hmm. what? This is all of control. And it happened. And you know what's crazy? It happens still to this day. Like, I see it with people, not like my friends, but people that I'm, like, how can you say like a casual friend with like oh hey girl how you doing I see you with them and I'm just like be yourself exactly that's <laughs> what you called uh, Neverland Syndrome when a bitch shadows you it's mm. like you don't know my life that you were sitting here exactly. you, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes so okay, okay. all right so let's talk about a next topic. Uh, let's What's go into something a little bit more fun, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we want to be serious, but we also want to be fun. So I, this is a topic that is very close to me and dear, and I want to talk about it because um, my girl, Mercedes, like you are a perfectionist when it comes to this topic. So... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this topic that we are about to talk about is called Secure the Wig. Okay. So, the reason why I want to talk about this, because let me tell you something, as a gay man, gay men, we love pretty bitches, okay? We love pretty bitches, bad bitches, loyal bitches, like, you just got to be an all-around 360 bitch, and what I, I like mean that. by that 360 is like bitch. a 360 bitch. That's, 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 thank you. You know, that I just gave that to the universe. 360 bitch, okay? I should copyright that shit. Yes. Anyway, a 360, <laughs> yes. A 360 bitch to me is a bitch that can hold it down, is loyal as fuck, got her shit together, got a good head on her shoulders, and is a strong, intelligent, secure type of bitch okay and I don't know 
a lot of bitches like that, except the one that is hosting this show. So Who's I want to just, I want to <laughs> give a hand clap to the the biggest, baddest, three sixty bitch, Mercedes. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I see a lot of chicks out here. And their wigs are not secure. And it's just like, if you are going to wear a wig, sis, like, I want to believe that it came from your motherfucking scalp, okay? I don't want to have to give a first look, a second look, a third look, and even sometimes a fourth look. I want to be in your presence where my vision does not go to your motherfucking head. It needs to go to that beat face and that nice outfit that you got from Forever 21 or wherever you shopping at nowadays. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be looking good to the gods. But as a gay man, I can always tell. Because I've watched a lot of tutorials on how a wig is supposed to look. Right. And Y'all bitches is not cutting it. Y'all are not. So I want to give this platform over to Mercedes, the wig goddess, because my sis for decades has been rocking wigs, hard body. And let me tell you something you would never fucking know because the shit looks like it's coming out of the South. So I I would like you to take it over. Mercedes and let and preach the gospel of security, the motherfucking (laughs) wig. Let us go. Take us to church. I've been wearing wigs. So what happened? How I got to the start of wearing wigs was that my hair naturally down to my ass all my life. Mm -hmm. And I forgot what I did. I don't know if I put like a relaxer and dyed it. I did something wrong and made my hair fall out. I had to cut my hair up to my eyes. So they was mm-hmm. cutting my eyes, mm-hmm. saying, you got the Mexican bow hairstyle. You like a Mexican boy just cutting my eyes, cutting my eyes. And I hated it because I'm like, wow, I'm just combing my hair for two seconds instead of 10. Mm-hmm. I can't curl this. I can't put this in a ponytail. I'm just here. Yeah. So I got sick and tired of it. I grew my hair out a little bit more so that I was able to get some decent braids. So I got braids, and I was like, they have these things called wigs. So this was before lace wigs came out, before the invisible part came out, because I was only 18 at this time. So that was in 2006. And what happened was that they had half wigs and then they had like the regular wigs that you just put on. So mm-hmm. I got the half wig because it was easy for your hair to, for, you know, for your hair to blend in with the wig, depending on what type of texture you go in and stuff like that. And that was the beginning of wigs. So then um, I started to wear my hair because I was like, oh, I don't know. So I was dealing with my hair being short. And then about a year or two later, that's when lace wigs started to come out. So I'm like, hmm, what is this about? So I was wearing them. They were synthetic because, uh, look, a bitch ain't really have that much money. I was working at Applebee's. I was a hostess getting paid like $4 and some change. Mm-hmm. And I was really getting majority of my money from tips. So 
they had the lace wigs and I was wearing them and they were decent. It got to the point where I got so addicted that they were looking at me at work like, yo, you just had another hairstyle the other day. How you change your hair? They're like, are you doing your hair different every day? Because they had no clue that it was a wig. So I'm like, it's a wig. That's how I'm changing my hair. Because I really didn't care for people to know if it was a wig, if it wasn't, whatever. So then I started to get real into colors after that and I remember I was in the beauty supply store and I was just looking at wigs to see what they have because I was literally buying wigs like every week like every week I had a wig so I was in the beauty supply store and I wasn't introduced to colors I was wearing like the color one color one b and this lady goes that wig right there that was good on you Mm -hmm. and it was a blonde wig color 27 so I was like Hmm. So maybe I'll try, you know, I tried it on and it activated a totally different bitch. Mm. I said, I want this. So I paid for it. She put it on because I was gluing them on at that right. time. Right. So I was like, I want this wig. I went out that night. I remember I was on 42nd Street and I had my little crop top on, little low rise jeans that I used to go crazy over about. My little Uggs on. No, did I have on? Or like Jordans? I had something that was on that was hot at that time. Right. And I was like, out here. And then I got weaving blonde after that with the bangs and I thought I was a shirt. So. Now, fast forward and on, I wear my wigs on and off because my hair has grown back. Thank you, God. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it fell out like two, three times. But now I'm like, I'm not putting any chemicals in my hair. I learned my lesson. I'm done. That's it. So I do wear my wigs from time to time. And I fall in love with box braids and, you know, what types of different other styles. So now... We have lace wigs, and they've advanced from when I started to wear them, and they have frontals. So when you wear a frontal, that's something that you got to glue down. However, they have glueless wigs, and you don't have to use glue. And I think that you can get them sized up to your head. Or my favorite thing to do now, because I personally hate glue. It's like if I glue a wig, I'm going to want to throw it out after that, because I feel like I can't get the glue out after that and I feel like the only time I personally would wear glue is if I'm going to an amusement park or if I'm going on vacation and I'm going to be in water or something like that and I feel like uh, I might slide off now but let I'll me just... ask you a question mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt now a glueless wig what is, what is that you don't have to glue it you don't do anything you just put it on and it looks real Yep, straight out the scalp. Okay, and then now with the glue wigs, um, let's say if you go to an amusement park, is that glue waterproof? Yeah, they have waterproof ones. I'm not too knowledgeable on Mm -hmm. the glues Mm -hmm. because I really hate glue. I I hate it. And especially when it starts um, sliding back and getting old and I'm just not good with that I always make 
my friend do it for me because she's a hairstylist. Okay. But other than that, I use the wig band, and that's the best thing that they created is the wig band because you don't have to glue it. And with the wig band, you can size it to your head. They sew it, or you can sew it into your um into the wig mm-hmm. and then after that you know you just put it on and it looks good but you have to make sure that you pluck the um the lace mm-hmm. i guess I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure <laughs> like you pluck something like the lace um what else bleach the knots and that gives it an appearance as if it came out came out your scalp okay um let me see what else. But when it comes to gluing, I really like the glue idea. I just don't personally like it. But there are some people that don't glue it at all, and it looks very natural and and nice. And yeah, and there are so many platforms out here where people are doing tutorials on how to right, yeah. properly do these wigs. But right. Y'all bitches is not following these tutorials. Y'all looking a hot mess. Like, I well, you know you... what they even do too. They go to people that don't know how to do hair, so they go to people because, let's say, Shaquisha is charging fifty dollars to install a wig or to mm-hmm. do your weave. Mm-hmm. But then you have Diana, who's going to charge one hundred and twenty dollars to install. Mm-hmm your wig or your weave but you want to be a sheep bitch and go to Shaquisha now you go to Shaquisha and you're looking crazy well I don't know with who the bitch went to but prime example I was watching a I don't remember what news channel she was on but the wind was blowing high and mighty and you just see her lace front wig just flapping like one of those winter hats like that had the flaps and it's like you know if you know like how like I know this might sound funny the way I'm saying it but like how can I trust you to provide me with the news if your (laughs) lace front wig is not securely (laughs) on your head no I can't and then on top of it you know, as a news reporter, you know, y'all are talking directly into the camera. You see your homegirl's wig flapping with the wind as she's giving you the the news. Like, me, I would be like, in the, you know, like, in the lowest compassionate way in the microphone, like, girl, your wig is, like, you know, it's exactly. coming undone. Like, let's cut to commercial. No! She was still giving that news. Like, it literally Look, looked like... like... I gotta get the job done. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> if you're... Like I said, if your wig is not secure, then I'm not going to take you seriously when you're reporting the news to me. Because I feel like you are lying. Because you are lying about your hair. Yeah, I can't. I'm just... I, some listen. people, they don't, they don't take care yeah. of the wigs either. You'll see some... That just look tore up. Like, like, honey, this is not back in the days. Like, I, I come from... Off. Exactly. Like, I come, we come... We come from the time frame where Dantal was, like, popping back in the day. So, you know, them Jamaican girls. Like, they, you know, like, 
they didn't really sew in their weaves. Like they would put on a stocking cap and they would glue mm-hmm. it, but you know, it would look popping, it would look fresh. Yeah, and that's how they glue the wigs on today as well. You put the stocking cap on, they yeah. cut it a certain way. Yeah. They add, I don't know if it's foundation or concealer, but they add one of them on and it matches your skin tone so it looks yeah. like it's growing out of your scalp i do that as well i put a stocking cap on i don't mm-hmm. cut the stocking cap mm-hmm. um i put some foundation on nothing too much that's gonna look messy but you mm-hmm. know enough mm-hmm. and i put a wig grip on a wig grip keeps your wig from sliding back you can find it in the beauty supply store it's like five dollars max and listen if you are looking for foundation that could blend that shit in, use Rihanna Fenty, honey, because let me tell you something. Or you could just use anything. It doesn't really no, it doesn't I go on you. No, I would say, I'm just saying I would use the Fenty product, Rihanna, because it just blends in with your skin. And if you, you gotta use that, because I've seen that method, like where ladies have to like put concealer on. But, you know, we're not knocking nobody. We're just saying... Look, like, I use gonna... NYX or NARS. <laughs> <laughs> it works. We're not knocking nobody. We're just saying, like, ladies, secure the wig. And if you do not know how to secure the wig, then take a look at my besties' Facebook profile. Or just, or just go yeah. on YouTube. You yes. ask somebody... Have someone do it for you. Look at their work. Because you know what? Another thing that drives me up the wall is when people go to somebody, they spend all of this money and complain about how their hair looks. And my thing is, if I'm going to go to someone, like someone, period, whether I found them on Facebook, Instagram, word of mouth, walking past a, a store... I need to see what your work look like. And I'm not going to ask you to do something that I know you can't do because I did not see it on your page. So you're not going to do that on me. Exactly. I feel like if you are going to provide a service, don't matter what kind of service it is, your receipts and your credentials better be up to par because if they are not, the shit is getting shut down immediately. And since social media is such a big part in everyone's life, you will be blasted, period. Right, and you know, you got to fault these customers, I guess you can call them as well, because it's like, you didn't do your homework to, you know, on this person for the service that you wanted. And that's what goes back. Also, people don't want to pay a decent amount. It's about quality. Like, you have to pay for quality some things in life you you can sit there and be cheap on Mm -hmm. but if you want your hair to look nice you might have to pay a little pretty penny for it something decent if you want to get your nails done you can't pay a cheap price and then like oh my my nails are chipping my nails popped off it's only been one day or my nail is crooked right you have to pay for the service that you want to get if you want to be out here looking good you got beauty to be beautiful it costs money that's all that's all we have to say if you want to be beautiful and not to say no everybody is beautiful in their own way that we're not we're not sitting here and saying like you got to be rocking gucci your hair got to be like 40 40, 40,000 feet long 
everybody is beautiful in their own way and always remember that. But if you are the type of person that is very meticulous with the way you want to look, then of course you're going to have to go out and spend that extra money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You don't want to, you know, downgrade yourself. Like you don't want to be looking like AOL dial-up. You know what I'm saying? Where, <laughs> no, I can't. where you're kind of where you're like buffering for like five minutes because the, Yo, the, it used to be like ten minutes. Yeah, like ten minutes, and then it and then you would get in the mail like, oh, introducing AOL 9.0. Like, man, get out of here with that. Like, I'm not I'm even speaking about wigs. I'm about to get this red one. Wow. And she, it'll be making an appearance on the Facebook, I've been told. Um, yeah, soon. Oh, okay. Soon. Ladies and gentlemen, look, is, wow. look out for that canary, Miss uh, Mercedes, <laughs> rocking that uh, Ariel Little Mermaid hair coming to wow, you. Wow, because you know, um, what is his name? Alonzo, the hairstylist? Yes, yes, yes. I've oh, seen I'm his so work. Obsessed. Yes, he has uh, great work. Impeccable. Uh, yeah. But well, he had that red hair. I said, nope, that's it. I need a red wig. I need to go back to red. Mm-mm. And that red wig mm-hmm. you showed me the other day, it was popping. I liked it. The bob? Yes. No. Oh, wow. The one with the girl, she had the ponytail and. Um, ponytail? She had a ponytail and she had like the side the of the text baby. message? I don't know if it was text message. I think you sent me a video. What? <laughs> Maybe it was you. Let Maybe it wasn't. I'm not sure. That must have been Alonzo. Oh, okay. That has to be Alonzo. Um, so I wanted to actually talk about a serious topic. One that you and I were supposed to talk about like months ago. Ooh, uh, what's this one? Okay. So this is more lines uh, for the LGBTQ uh, community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to talk about a specific topic mm-hmm. with a famous basketball player, if you know what I'm talking about. The way and his, way. yes, and the transitioning of his son. Mm-hmm. Now, I did a lot of reading and a lot a of comments that were made were very disgusting. And then you had a lot of comments that were just very humbling and reassuring. Um, But this is a topic that I think it has to be spoken about when it comes to transitioning and how to deal with it. Me, personally, I've never had to deal with that. Um, You know, I've always been secure with who I am. Um, I was a late bloomer when I came out. I think I came out at like 16, you know, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about drag queens. I didn't know anything about the trans community. Um, I didn't really know like who I was at the time, you know? Right. And it wasn't as big. No, it it wasn't. No, it wasn't like, you know, um, a lot of people say that they turned gay or lesbian because they were molested. I mean, I was molested by my foster, my adopted parents, actually. I was molested by the father and the son. And I don't think that that had anything to do with me being gay. I just Mm. think that I always, you know, I always knew it. It was the way God created me, you know? Mm. And yes, I said that. 
I'm saying it. God created his children in his way, you know? Um, I, I hate when people preach and like, well, God, God said that being homosexual or just being gay or whatever, just being right. is a sin. But if you look throughout time and you look at all these like beautiful paintings and all of these storylines, like, you know, in the empire, the dynasties and Rome and all this stuff, like you can see pictures of men kissing men women kissing men because right, back in the day definitely true yeah because mm-hmm. back in the day it, there was it was no label it was just like you love this person you love this person it is okay um mm-hmm. but i just feel like as a member of the lgbtq community um we get shitted on a lot and it's not fair mm-hmm. you know it's not you know um you have this this young, beautiful woman, Dwayne Wade's daughter, you know, who just came out. And, you know, and it, it's it's kind of so empowering because this is a Black African-American man. And a lot of Black African-American families struggle with that. So for right. him to be such a big figure in people's eyes, and look at who he's he's with. He's with Gabrielle Union, you know, and that's not even the child's real mother. But for them to take it on as a team and embrace it, it was such a beautiful thing. And it's like a lot of people think that uh, we, as this community, have the support. And nine times out of ten, we don't. Right. You know? It's a huge issue. Suicide rates are like through the roof when it comes Have to. Have you ever seen that show? I ha- I didn't even finish the first season because I had gotten caught up with school. Um, it's called Poles. Um, I've seen a few episodes. I've never like really got into it. And um, I forgot the characters' names, but it was a character. It was a boy. He. Um, was gay and his father kicked him out and beat him up and well he had his book back and his mother didn't like really do anything mm-hmm. about it it just was like whatever the father says goes that type mm-hmm. of situation and he ended up in New York and he was sleeping on a bench mm-hmm. and the um, I forgot what happens next but it was a girl. She was in the house. Man, correct me if I'm getting the, the terms wrong. She was in the house, and the house mo- house mother kicked her out. Or matter of fact, she didn't want to be in the house anymore. She wanted to create her own house. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Yes, that episode, and that's what I think that happens. I don't know if it still happens, mm-hmm. but. I'm sure it probably does because everyone isn't as of accepting as it is. They look at it like, oh, it's a sin. We go to church. That's no, we have to go cleanse you. You have to get a cleaning. You got to get baptized. Yeah, you have people that um, that they they have things called. You're born uh, that way. Yeah, you have things called conversion camps. Like a lot of Spanish communities, like their families, Mm -hmm. they want to send their kids to conversion camps. Like this is not something you can convert. Like, me, I had a little bit more of, how do I say this? 
I had a little bit more of a backbone growing up because mm-hmm. um, I'm originally not from the United States. I'm from mm-hmm. uh, Colombia. I'm from the capital mm-hmm. Bogota, and uh, my mm-hmm. my mom was a my mom was a crackhead. So like mm-hmm. when we came down to the states, it was like they took me away from her because they were just like they're not doing it. And yeah. um, I went to an adopted family, and mm-hmm. like they were all they, they were also not um, receiving of me being gay. But like I said, mm-hmm. I was born in the eighties. I didn't know what excuse me. I didn't know what this was about. You know. Right. I just knew, like, I would get a tingling sensation if, like, I felt like a man was attractive or something. And then, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, being that nobody talked about that because nobody at that time talked about rape. Nobody at that time talked about being gay, you know, like, like that. I mean, being gay was just, like, it was just coming about, you know. And then, like, um, so I, I I didn't really know. But then, like, after I left that adoptive home and like I mm-hmm. came back to like New York, um, I found my real mother. I think of like sixteen, yeah, sixteen. Mm-hmm. And like we just happened to be going out one day, and she was with a guy at the time. And um, I said to her, "I was like, I just wanted to let you know, like I'm gay, like I like guys." Mm-hmm. And it went left, you know? She was just like, you don't understand, that's a sin, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, um, I said, but how is it a sin? She was like, I didn't raise you to be that way. And, like, we kind of got into it. And I'm like, well, you never raised raised me at all. So it's like, your opinion doesn't, like, really matter Mm -hmm. matter Mm -hmm. to me. Um, it, it got physical, like, she punched me in the face. Wow. And, and um, broke my nose, and, like, I hit her back. Wow. And, you know, I told her, I was like, we, you know, we will we will never talk again. But my family was so fucked up because, like, they were, they just, they weren't accepted of me, and, like, they blacklisted me. And, um, you know, it was a healing process, you know? Um, but luckily, I had friends, mothers that would like that were mother figures to me, and they accepted mm-hmm. me for who I am. And like, I had a really great foster mother at the time um, mm-hmm. that put me through school. She put me through college. You know, when they first brought me to her house, they told her I was gay. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. she said to me, like, I don't care what you are. Like, I don't care who you love or who you want to be with. Just as long as you come in this house and you have good grades, you're an honor roll student and you're able to get into any college that you want. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. You know, I, um, I got on my own. Like, I got on my two feet. Like, I was working. I was going to college. I was doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thank God, like, I did have kind of a supported system because not a lot of people have supported systems. Like, yeah, that's right. You know, like you like you said, you look at these shows sometimes and these shows are realistic attributes to what 
we go through, you know? Right. You mm-hmm. have families that do accept you and they're like, oh my God, I knew it, but we still love you. And then you just have those families that are by the Bible. And it's like the Bible, like my aunt always told me that there are two versions of the Bible. Um, there is the man written one and then there's the God written one. Now my right. aunt had a Bible at the time that whatever was written in red is what God said and whatever was written in black is what man said. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm not sitting here and knocking religion because I'm a very spiritual person and I believe in God. Right. I just don't go to church anymore because at one point there was a person that told me, you know, being gay is a sin. And like my brother was gay and he died of AIDS. And that was God's way of taking him out of the world because he didn't respect that. And like shit like that to me, like just, it just horrified me because it's like, you know, who the fuck are you to say some shit like that? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I just, you know, wanted to talk about it because I just feel like the LGBT community, LT, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like this, it's very hard to say. I feel like the community itself, like it just gets tarnished and it just, it, it just aggravates me because it's just like, it, so many people respect us. It's like, we're here. We're not going anywhere. And people make fun of it. And it's just like, it's like, get over it. It's 2020. Like, you know, we're not saying that you have to um, accept it, but you got to respect us. You know what I mean? You have to respect us. You know, we're we're people too. You know, just because we love, Mm -hmm. just because I love a man and, you know, she loves a woman or you know, this man wants to transition into a woman or this girl wants to transition into a man, you know, that's our prerogative, you know, we don't need to right. be. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think people feel like because they don't live that type of lifestyle that they have to, um, how can I say, disrespect it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's okay if you don't agree with that lifestyle. It's not something that you're interested in. Fine. But I think you should just let people live their life. Exactly. I feel like, what's, what's the problem? If you like, don't like you it, know, if you don't like it, you don't, you don't need to voice it. You know what I'm saying? And not... Exactly. You know, like, and even in, in, our, in my community, like, not a lot of us get along with each other. But you know what? We should. Because I've seen it where people throw shade on top of shade. And I'm not even talking about shade. I'm talking palm tree shade, honey. Like where the fucking palm trees is out and they're like over you. That's I've witnessed shade like that. And it's like as a community that has fought so hard to get acceptance and to create a platform that we can stand on and be strong together, I think we need to not make fun of each other. And I'm also guilty of that. I'm not, I am not um, innocent of that. You know, I'm human. Like I have my days. I say what I want to say, but you know what? At least 
I'm the type of bitch that I'm gonna tell you I said the shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh my god, like I never said that. No, I said it. What's going right. like I said it and you know what? If it offended you, I'm sorry I said it at the time because you pissed me off and you were acting like a cunt. But you know, but it just it made me it made me so proud that, you know, Dwayne Ray Wade accepted that you know as such a right. public mm-hmm. figure and like a lot right. of people and then they were coming at him for that and I feel like it's his child that's yes. number one why would he sit there and not support his child and then they were also saying because he's he's very young and um I've heard stories of people saying they they knew since they were really young since they was like 10 11 that they knew so I feel like people can't speak on something like I can't speak from a gay or a lesbian or um someone who's transitioned I can't speak from that perspective because I'm not mm-hmm. one of those um, I don't identify as that, so I can't speak from that. So it's like, why are you coming at, you know, someone who does when they know because they're living it? You can't judge somebody or for something you don't know. And it's like, if you're not going to say anything nice, then don't yeah. say anything at all. And if you don't know, maybe you should take the time to educate yourself and try to gain some understanding. Yeah, I, I, I shut up and keep it pushing. Yeah, I totally agree with you because honestly, I didn't understand transitioning at the time. You know, like I was just like, this is like a, this is a unknown territory for me. But like, you know, once I started watching videos and I started watching people's stories, I was just like, okay, I get it. You know, I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's sad, like, sometimes, like, you know, because you have a lot of ignorant people out there that don't understand yes. it. They don't understand it. They so they're just so. like, you know, and then you have a lot of people out there that the ones that are always making the comments and mm-hmm. making those ugly statements, guess what? You're in the closet. So, oh, yes. You know, and, I- and what has been a thing? Is that a lot of these these hood guys mm-hmm. that want to be tough? They sit there and they're disrespecting women, bitch, this, hold that, mm-hmm. and all of these disrespectful, derogatory terms. Where it's like, okay, you have a mom because that's how you got here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you have a grandmother, mm-hmm. a possible sister, aunt daughter baby mother like you know some woman in your life or whatever and how are you okay saying all of this and I feel like if you feel so strongly about women like how could you feel so strongly about women if this is what you supposed to like quote unquote Mm -hmm. and then later on in time they get exposed oh yes and you see videos yes I've, I've, and it's not like you see actual videos, and you're like, just oh, now it makes sense. So when I see guys being disrespectful to women or saying disrespectful things and acting nasty, it's like, okay, we'll see how, how it is, and it doesn't shock me because guys used to always say, oh, all these girls are gay and this, that, and the third, and I'm like, well, if that's what they want to do, then that's on them. I'm like, but you know what? It's going to be a time. All these guys that act tough, 
and be like, oh, that's gay. Ayo, pause. Every five seconds, some of them, they're going to start getting exposed. And then look what happened. Yeah, there's a lot of exposure. And like, I've seen a lot of things online where there's a thing called a bro job. And basically, for those of you that do not know what a bro job is, um, it's two straight men giving each other a blow job. And basically, because they are like homies, it's technically not gay. I'm sorry. You suck. If you <laughs> suck dick, gay. if you suck dick, it's <gasps> gay. Okay? Right. All right. If you're a guy who's sucking the tool. That's the tool. Because my son is behind me. I understand. You, 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 you're gay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, and then there's, like, oh, bro sex. And bro sex is when what? when two homeboys have sex. If y'all are fucking, it's gay. I'm sorry. Point blank, period. Okay? We're not doing this. We're in 2020. Get it together. If you wow. like if you like cock, then you like cock. I like it. If you like pussy, you like pussy. If you... That's it. If you, you know, if you, you like what the fuck you like, and you better stand by it. Own that motherfucking shit. If you want to suck exactly. your homeboy's tool, you say, baby, I want to suck your tool because I like your tool. It's nice, big, and juicy, and I want it in my mouth. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but no, for real. Like, if you, if listen, just be oh, you. Exactly. God. Like, don't don't give this. Like, don't give these names like bro jobs and bro sex. Yeah, like, like bro jobs. Like, bro, what? what do you do? And Which, even these, but you know, it, it, it's just crazy because it's like females don't even do all of that. No, it's like, oh, I'm gonna eat your box. Like, what's good? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Come on, like, but then again, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's just funny to me when I come across these things online because I'm like, well, I never heard it. I never heard of this shit. I, this is my first time hearing. Yes, it. like the, it's like the commercial says, the more you know. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, like you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, hey, like you know, like. If it was like that, then I mean, I would have got given bro jobs like a long time ago. I mean, I don't do that now because I wear pearls and I'm very classy and yes. And I, you know, I just, I don't do that. I mean, I'm just kidding. I do that. But like, I ain't doing that for a while for now. Like what's going on? But like, I, I <laughs> six feet, bitch, six feet, 10 feet. Like, <laughs> don't even come in my perimeter or you will be shot. <laughs> but like, I have an interesting story, actually. Like, when I was in high school, mm -hmm. people knew I was mm -hmm. gay, but nobody ever asked me. Like, I wasn't mm -hmm. the type of person, if you would have came up to me and be like, yo, you gay? I would have told you yes. Like, what the fuck are you going to do to me? Right. Like, you know, I'm with it. I'm with the hands. Like, whatever. But um, how I came out in high school was I used to be a little slut. Like, I didn't care. Like, I was young and full of cum and just ready. I was just ready at any moment's notice. Um, I used to be on the AOL chat room. 
<laughs> we all were. I was on. Those were the good old yep, days. I was on Men for Men, Big Dig Daddies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I didn't care. I was just like ready. I was like, just pump me up. Like, you know. And um, I remember I was talking to this guy one day and mm-hmm. I didn't know he was like my classmate and he was just like, you know, talking to me and like smooth. Mm-hmm. He was smooth. And I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then like that same night I was talking to another guy. And so like, because, mm-hmm. you know, my catfish friend was not giving me no play. I went to the next guy and, you know, mm-hmm. my mother was like, oh, I saw that you went to this guy's house. And my foster mother was like cool as fuck because she was just like, are you a bottom or a top? And I was just like, I was bottoming. <laughs> I was the receiver at the time mm-hmm, because I mm-hmm. was young. I was a twink. So I believed I could get anything I want. And yes. And um, she was like, well, did you use condoms? And I was like, yes, ma, I use condoms. She was like, as you know, there's a lot of shit going on around here. And then, you know, my mom's just sitting there in the room to just suck his dick. And I was like, yeah, ma, I sucked his dick. And she was like, did, <laughs> did you eat his ass? Because that's disgusting. And I was like, no, mom. I was like, that's where doo-doo comes from. And she was like, good boy, good boy, good right. boy. But she was like, you know, as you grow up, I think you should be a top because, you know, like bottoming is a lot of work. I saw, you know, my mom, like, my mom would watch gay porn with me. Like, she would be like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. like, that's how it's done. Like, that's the shit that I'm talking about. Like, you know, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to give a shout out to my foster mother, Yvonne Pinnock. You is a bad bitch. You will forever be a bad bitch. And, you know, shout like. Yeah. But anyway, so the next day, um, I I get a phone call because, you know. That was when I thought I was the shit because I had my own phone in my room. Mm-hmm. Remember the clear phone? Oh, Remember yes. the clear phone oh that you God. could see everything through? And I'm like, oh, yes. I had my own line. Like, I was popping and, like, you know. So I get a phone call. And that was like when three way was popping. And I got a phone. Oh, my God. I got a phone call from my cousin. And she was like, hey, I got the crew on the line. Da 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 da. And I'm like, all right. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, what's up? Like, so I get on the line and mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Is there like something you want to tell us?" And I'm like, "No." Is there like something that I need to tell you? Right. And they're like, "No." And I'm like, "Oh, what's going on?" Like, talk about it. So my friend. Lonzi, yes, I'm gonna shout him out because you know mm-hmm. he was the one that did this. And um he goes, Um, are you gay? Hey, and I'm like, What do you mean? Am I gay? He was like, Well, we know mm-hmm. you're gay, and I'm like, Okay, yeah, I'm gay, but like, what is it to you? Well, I just want to let you know that. I have conversation. I catfished you. And if you would have lied to us, wow. if you would have lied to us and told us that you weren't gay, I was going to ha- let the school know. And I'm like, really? Like, probably everybody in the fucking whole school knows. Like, no right. one cares. So, like, by you doing this, like, that's just immature. But at that time, I wasn't smart enough to sit there and be like, maybe he's gay, you know? Because you don't think shit like that. Yeah. Um, And I was just like, hysterically pissed off and I told my mom and my mom was like fuck that guy like he's a piece of shit he's probably gay himself 
And like mm-hmm. years later, after I graduated from college, he came out to me. <laughs> wow. He was like, you know, I just want to let you know, I'm sorry, I apologize. And, um, you know, I should have never did that to you. And, you know, I just wanted to let you know I was gay. And my friends always said, like, they knew that he was gay because he had that isolation type of personality. Like, he never went out. He always was home. Oh, yeah. You know, he always kept to himself. You couldn't, you didn't know where he lived. You didn't know, you know, anything about him. And, like, now that I think about it, I'm like, holy shit. Like, it starts yeah, to make I'm like, sense. wow, like, that's crazy. Like, I never really thought about that. So, um, yeah, like, and now that I think about it, I'm like, like, who does that, you know? Like, right. what kind of dumb shit is that, you know? And I just feel like never, you know, you should never, like, bully somebody in high school and, like, get them to come out, you know? I mean, I don't even think right, anybody exactly. does that anymore. And if anybody does that, that's just like, that's just whack, you know? It is okay to be you. Just be you. Don't be a fake-ass mm-hmm. bitch. Don't be what society wants you to be. Be your own fucking pers- mm-hmm. person. That's like, it. That's why we're all different in our yes, own ways. Yes, and God makes us in unique ways. And I don't want to hear this shit about Oh, God said it's a sin. God did not say that. Unless God himself comes down to me and tells me, hey, Ken, being gay is a sin. Then I'll listen. And even then, I won't listen. (laughs) Okay? Right. You know, he made us in his own image. And people need to respect that. Right. Right. But it's like people don't respect what they don't know and what they don't understand. So they just judge instead of saying, oh, let me try to understand and then make my determination after. It's just straight off the back. Oh, what's that? I don't never heard of that. Ew, that's nasty. Oh, that's stupid. That's but guess dumb. what? Judgy, like, that's judgy Wudgy me. was a motherfucking bear with the hair. Mm-hmm. Period. So... You know, so that's good that Dwayne Wade does, you know, support and Gabby as well support. Yes, I just um, think it's it's a beautiful it's a son. beautiful thing. As they said, yes. like, what do you want to do? Disown him? Say we don't want you anymore? Like, yep. and I'm pretty sure they might have had different um, feelings about it when it first came about and I'm sure that they spoke about it amongst themselves and had a conversation with him and they figure out how to move forward and deal with the situation and that's that yeah it's I just feel like it's not um it's not something that anybody needs to know about you know what I mean like if that's if that's what you know you know, it's it's just how do you say it? The public it, it just takes things out of precaution or out of context and just like judges you. And it's just like at the end of the day, um, guess what? I didn't come out of your pum pum. Mm, so right. you can't judge me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like if you feel some type of way. 
Keep that shit to your fucking self. You know what I mean? Pretty like, much. If you want to be judgy budgy, why don't you go judge your uh, character? How about that? And that's true. You want to judge me? Take a look at yourself in the mirror and say to yourself, what do I hate about me? Because obviously there are some things that I don't like about myself since I want to talk about somebody's child or talk about other people. Right? right. Like, it took me... And those yeah. being the main ones that need to take like, a look at themselves. it took me years and years and years and years to love myself. And guess what? I love myself. I think I'm beautiful. I think I'm sexy. I think I'm a caramel macchiato with the extra, with the As extra you foam and the caramel syrup. As you should. See, look, you, look, see, you, you describe yeah. macchiatos. I'm getting a taste yeah. of Starbucks. You know, they close. They've yeah. been closed. But I'm just saying, and I, <laughs> I, have I to am go a to venti, okay? I am not no grande. I am a venti, all right? You hear me? I like it. I want, I'm very steamy. Oh. See, now I need me a drink. I'm going to have to go to Whole Foods or the supermarket and get the ingredients to make my own. You could. You know what, what I love? Like? Matcha green tea. Wait, I'm saying it wrong. Ice matcha green tea latte with soy milk and liquid oh, I sugar. Like I actually oh, bought man. on Amazon some matcha, uh, some matcha green tea, like for my K-pop Keurig. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, I cannot. Yo, isn't it the I best? Can. And do you know who makes them now? Yeah, I, mean, I was, I was on, and it. I had it, and I was, I wasn't, I wasn't that impressed. Maybe because they didn't use mm. soy milk, and I'm very fixated on okay. soy milk because I'm lactose, and I don't really like how mm-hmm. whole milk tastes like yeah. ever in my life. So I'm gonna go to Whole Foods later on and get me. Some matcha. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry that is our time. Uh, but we will be back tomorrow to discuss more topics. And like we said, if you have any questions that you know you want us to answer for you or ask for you, and then us right. any yes. advice. And then us need. at the panel will execute it impeccably for you, you know. Um then we will do so. I mean, we like to talk about serious topics. We like to have fun. We like to make people laugh. This is not one of those podcasts where, you know, everything is in order. Like, we're like, we we are right. all over the motherfucking place, like, after a Saturday night right. of clubbing. And when you get up in the morning, your wig is on the floor. Your eyelashes are on your forehead. Right. Yes. Mascara is on yep, the pillowcase foundation. You know, your lead press on nails are on your man's back after you guys didn't finish fooling around. You know, that's, that's exactly. the type of... That's how I'm trying to be this well, you weekend. you better get it, girl. I think I'm going to have an in-house, in-house date. Candle lights, get that, that Moscato. No, I'm going to make a whole drink. I'm going I'm to show you my recipe. Right. Um, yes. We'll t- Let me show you. We, we should talk about <laughs> not talk about food and drinks and stuff like that because I'm a fat bitch. We yes. can do it tomorrow. We can definitely but do it. But I am Cash Kendall, and 
And I am Mercedes Christina. The Girls Cafe. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you 